Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, June 15th, and this is your FT News Briefing. First, I'll talk with our own Rob Smith about how SoftBank quietly invested in some Credit Suisse funds that finance its technology bets. Then the White House is in favor of pulling the plug on COVID-19-related unemployment payments, and Beijing is bracing itself for a second wave of coronavirus. Plus, France's Airbus and other industry giants in the country are struggling in the face of the pandemic. The FT's David Keohan will unpack what the state is doing in response. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. SoftBank is known for its technology bets, but it's also known for engaging in sometimes complicated financing. Recently, the FT's capital markets correspondent, Rob Smith, found that the technology group poured more than $500 million in Credit Suisse investment funds that finance its own bets. I'll let Rob pick it up from here. SoftBank's Vision Fund, a number of companies in it, have been using a financing technique called supply chain finance. Now, I can explain how that works later. But they're basically, they've been borrowing money from a Credit Suisse fund that specializes in providing this. Now, SoftBank has actually put its own money into this fund, and this fund is financing a lot of Vision Fund companies. And on top of that, a Vision Fund-owned company called Greensill Capital is the party selecting all of the debts that go into the fund. So you've got a sort of circular arrangement here where SoftBank is putting money into a fund, which is then funding companies that SoftBank's vision fund own. <laughs> and, and Rob, we should note that SoftBank, Credit Suisse, and Greensill have all declined to comment on this. Now, Rob, you mentioned supply chain finance earlier. How exactly does this work? Yeah, so it's... It's quite a controversial technique, actually. It's like a lot of things in finance in that it can be used in a completely fine way, but it can also be abused, shall we say. And in simple terms, it's where you're a company and you have money you owe to suppliers and you go to a bank or another type of financial institution. They pay those suppliers up front and then they collect the money off you later. Now, that it sounds like debt. It sounds like borrowing, right? But the controversial part is that companies don't have to class this as debt on their balance sheet. And we've had a number of accounting scandals in the UK in which people have said that supply chain finance exacerbated the situation. So ratings agencies, people like that. Carillion a few years ago, which was an outsourcing group, collapsed and a lot of people point the finger at supply chain finance. More recently, NMC Health, which was uh, is the largest private healthcare provider in the UAE, but was listed in London. That filed for administration recently. And that's important as well, because these Credit Suisse funds we've been talking about provided large amounts of financing to NMC Health. The White House is opposed to extending a $600 a week unemployment payment. These are for workers who lost their jobs due to the effects of the coronavirus. The payments are set to end at the end of July. White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow said there is a reason for this. He told CNN's Jake Tapper that the payments disincentivize work. We're paying people not to work. It's better than their salaries would get. And that's somewhat correct. $600 a week is more than what many workers make on federal minimum wage, 
and on many state minimum wages. But it also comes at a time when the government is encouraging people to stay home to stop the spread of the virus. These unemployment payments were part of the $2.2 trillion relief package Congress passed in March. The Democratic-controlled House of Representatives recently approved a $3 trillion stimulus that would extend the $600 weekly payments through the end of the year. But the Republican-controlled Senate has refused to play ball, claiming that the economy is reopening and recovering. And while there are preliminary signs of that recovery, the U.S. economy did add 2.5 million jobs in May, there are still 21 million Americans out of work. And while many cities are reopening, Beijing is bracing for a second wave of coronavirus. The World Health Organization says that city authorities confirmed 41 symptomatic cases and 46 without symptoms over the weekend. Beijing locked down residential compounds and closed the large Xinfadi market in response. The city had gone more than 50 days without a new case before the latest outbreak. Meanwhile, in France, President Emmanuel Macron lifted most of France's remaining coronavirus lockdown restrictions on Sunday. In a speech yesterday, Mr. Macron said all French schools would fully reopen for compulsory attendance under normal rules from June 22nd. More than 29,000 people have died from COVID-19 in France since March 1st, but deaths from the virus have recently dropped to about 25 per day. Mr. Macron said on Sunday that the priority now was to relaunch the economy. And speaking of the French economy, Nous décrétons donc ce matin l'état d'urgence pour sauver notre industrie aéronautique. That was French finance minister Bruno Le Maire unveiling a 15 billion euro support plan for the country's aerospace industry earlier this month. A hundred thousand jobs were on the line, he said, and it was therefore imperative that France save its aerospace industry and avoid giving ground to rivals in the U.S. and China. David Keohan, our Paris correspondent, spoke to our producer Fiona Simon about the key role played by Airbus and France's other industrial giants in the health of its economy. The aerospace sector is one of the largest in France. It's an absolutely enormous employer. It's concentrated in a region and around a city of Toulouse, and France's fate is very much mirrored in Toulouse's. So the government has decided, very importantly, that this sector needs saving, in part because of the number of people employed, in part because of the amount of value it creates, but also because it's deemed strategic. Every politician I interviewed for the pieces I've written makes a point at some stage of saying that we've heard that there's been Chinese buyers coming. There's Chinese funds who are looking at these companies. I've had talked to a small business and they've been approached by a Chinese buyer. So the French government is very much trying to make this a strategic issue. You've been traveling around France looking at different industrial sectors and you went to Toulouse and spoke to some of the people in the industry there. How worried are they? I mean, the short answer is very. I went around, as you say, and spoke to quite a few suppliers. Um, and Airbus kind of gives direction. It kind of it sets the pace in the industry. But the small guys, the guys underneath, they've seen their orders falling by 30, 40, 50%. They've put chunks of staff on partial employment funded by the state. But the real thing is, they all know the situation is, gonna, is not going to get better tomorrow, right? I mean, they're in a form of stasis at the moment, almost. But everyone I talked to said they could only put off permanent job cuts for so long. Right. So where is the money that the government's allocating to the sector actually going to go? 
So 7 billion of that 15 billion had already been announced. 7 billion has already been allocated to Air France, Air France KLM. That's kind of the flagship French airline. They're getting 7 billion in a loan package. Now, after that, there's going to be a fund, two funds to help out small companies, one of which is going to be about a billion. And there's going to be another fund of about 300 million to help them modernize. Then there's more general stuff like help with export credit guarantees. They're going to extend the partial employment scheme, which is very, very important for the industry. That gives them more of a cushion to kind of have staff on furlough to continue this stasis and hope that there's some sort of recovery. And then there's about 1.5 billion being pumped in over three years for research into green tech. Mr. Le Maire, the finance minister, says you know he wants the industry to be the world's cleanest, the world's greenest. You've written that um, one reason France has been harder hit by the pandemic than Germany is because its economy has become dependent on a few very big firms in a few sectors like Airbus and like Renault. Are, what, are, what are the other big sectors and the firms that dominate them and why or is this specialisation a problem do you, as you see it? Yeah, I sp- well, the other ones you could mention are kind of LVMH in luxury, maybe Danone in food. I mean, the problem broadly is that France just doesn't have as many small and medium-sized firms as, say, Germany does. In aerospace, you actually have a few, but they're, they're very much pulled along, and, and Airbus is kind of the metronome that sets the pace for the sector. Germany has a wider kind of industrial base to draw on, and therefore can bounce back a little quicker. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor. What's a mistake they made that changed their approach? And how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.